The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bill Maher on his show Friday night on HBO was uh, saying, let's stop the Civil War. Let's skip the Civil War, rather. We'll talk about that later. But he also had a conversation with Al Franken, the former Saturday Night Live comedian who ended up being a senator who put his hands on the boobs of a woman. Or what did he do? He's the modern master of the art of the boob-grabbing pantomime. (laughs) But anyway, he lost his job because for a cup of coffee, you couldn't do that sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, here he is on with Bill Maher. At the point that the commander-in-chief says, this election has been rigged, it's not fair, I'm, I'm still president until we figure it out, we don't know what will happen. Let's agree to disagree on this. Yeah, we don't know. But, uh, look, you're, you're one of the few liberals who the military likes. Really, you are. <laughs> You, you you played many USA shows. You're welcome there. They, they trust you. They yeah. like you. What's your assessment on if they have to get involved? The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Millie, will take him out. So you... Okay. Well, okay. I, I like Bill Maher. I think he's been really smart on a lot of this stuff Agreed. from a liberal perspective. Yeah. Um, we have different politics, but I think he's been really reasonable. He's huge on the Trump's not going to leave, and the and he's going to become a dictator thing, which is just That's ins- bizarre. It's insanity to me. Yeah, I mean, it's Mark a- Milley doesn't have to get involved in no, this and show a- up with a rocket propelled no, grenade. No, or something. no, 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 no. It's no. it's it's a dumb conversation. Yeah, if if the courts the courts will rule, my friends. Trust me, they'll put aside you know Dingus versus Arizona, and and they'll get rulings on these things, but quick. They will rule. What if he doesn't accept it? You guys still have not addressed that question. I, I think we've addressed it repeatedly. But. So anyway, the courts will rule. And the president says, "That's nope, the fix is in. The courts are fixed. They've got, I, I appointed you, and now you've gone against me. I'm not leaving. Uh, Mitch McConnell will say, oh, here you are. And what's his name? Ted Cruz. 
Lindsey Graham, all the judges, every Republican in Congress, save a couple of the numbskulliest, will say, you got to leave, Well, they'd have, they'd have a private conversation. I mean, first of all, you have to believe he's insane. Because you'd have to be insane to do this. Right. But they'd have a private conversation and say, you're no longer president. Joe Biden is and the he president. says, yes, I am. <laughs> and he grabs onto the desk in the Oval Office and right. he refuses to let go. And the Marines go with him then and what? the Air Force goes I, against him. I hate to dignify this conversation with, with talking uh, about right, it. Right, are but... we living in Turkey all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this gets into the whole Supreme Court getting involved. And I heard many times over the weekend for the past couple of weeks. You know, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, the big concern was Trump's going to appoint a justice, and it's going to be all about the Supreme Court stealing the election. He's going to he's going to put in this Amy Coney Barrett, and she's going to go along with the rest of the conservatives on the Supreme Court, and they will steal the election just like they did in Bush versus Gore, which has been referenced a whole bunch of times in the last couple of weeks, just like they did then. So I thought I would revisit the New York Times article from November. The conservative New York Times. From November of 2001. Ah, I remember it well. So Bush Gore, if you're uh, too young to remember, it was very, very exciting. I, re- I, re- I remember this. Joe and I were on the air then. That is 20 years ago. That's the election 20 years ago, and Joe and I were still doing this show. <laughs> Our lives have not changed at all. Um, but I remember... Kind of I remember well, I, my, my life has changed a great deal, but go on. <laughs> I remember that week leading up to the election, because it was going to be close, it, it, polls showed it was going to be close, mm-hmm. saying, wouldn't it be weird if you didn't know on election night who was president? Because that had never happened in my lifetime. Right. Yeah. And it just seemed weird that you wouldn't get the announcement from Tom Brokaw or whoever's on the evening news saying, well, we now know the next president of the United States is Jimmy Carter. I mean, my whole life, they'd done that, and it seemed, wow, that'd be crazy if you didn't know. It turns out we didn't know for months because it was so close. And uh, and they had that problem down in Florida with uh, with the, the voting and figuring out how the votes were supposed to go and all that sort of stuff and a recount. And the legend has grown, starting at that time. Oh yeah, that the conservative run Supreme Court stole the election from Al Gore for George Bush. I'll right, just, the evil, evil Sandra Day O'Connor. Well, the New York Times took a long, comprehensive look at the 2000 election. Um, shortly thereafter. And I'll just read. I went back to the archives, and I'm reading from November 12, 2001, New York Times. Uh, examining the vote, the overview. Study of disputed Florida ballots finds justices did not cast the deciding vote. Wait a second. How could this be the headline in the New York Times? I've heard the opposite several times in the last 48 hours on cable news channels. Are you reading from Hannity.com? A comprehensive review of the uncounted Florida ballots from last year's presidential election reveals that George W. Bush would have won even if the United States Supreme Court had allowed the statewide manual recount of the votes that the Florida Supreme Court had ordered to go forward. Bullshit. Keep this in your holster when you hear, and you will, this week, on how the Supreme Court, the conservative court, stopped the voting and stole the election. If they had let the voting go, it still would have ended up the same way. What Do you happened? understand that? What happened, kids? Oh, do you have more on that? More. This is Go from ahead. the liberal New York Times. Contrary to what many partisans of former Vice President Al Gore have charged, the United States Supreme Court did not award an election to Mr. Bush that otherwise would have been won by Mr. Gore. What? A close examination of the ballots found that Mr. Bush would have retained a slender margin over Mr. Gore if the Florida courts ordered to recount more than 43,000 ballots had not been reversed by the United States Supreme Court. Even under the strategy that Mr. Gore pursued at the beginning of the Florida standoff, filing suit to forced hand recounts in four predominantly Democratic counties, 
Mr. Bush would have kept his lead, according to the ballot review conducted for a consortium of news organizations. So just very quickly, it was super crazy close. They did the recounts and Bush won. And the uh, the Gore campaign said, no, you got to do different sorts of recounts that it, this is such an emergency, even though it's, it goes outside Florida law. It's got to be done in the name of fairness. Florida Supreme Court agreed. Supreme Court said, no, you can't rewrite election law. So, no, no, you're done recounting. And then the New York Times did their own recounting, and it actually it enhanced Bush's margin, didn't it? Uh, it, well, it depends on how you do it. There's a bunch of different ways you count it, but all the different ways they count it, Gorsh, Bush still wins. Right. So, And I thought this was, you know, in case you don't remember, you didn't follow what I was just reading. Gore made the too clever by half strategy of I'm going to pick these four counties that you know were way Democratic counties, mm-hmm. and we're going to count those. We're going to recount those because he thought if we count recount these four heavily Democratic urban counties, then I win. In a finding rich with irony, says the New York Times, the results show that even if Mr. Gore had succeeded in his effort to force recounts of undervotes in the four Democratic counties, Miami, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and Volusia. He still would have lost, <laughs> although by 225 rather than 537. Oh, okay. So even if he oh in those counties, all right. Even if it. he had had his strategy his way, which is a ridiculous effort, right? The only way, and I think the New York Times threw this in just to appease their readers. The only way you could come up with a Gore wins is if you went with all the counties, and in each county you apply a rule that would have made it the most beneficial to Al Gore. Like, if you just said, in this county, we've looked at all the ballots. If you made it hanging chads rather than dimpled chads in this county, Gore would win. Then in this county, if you decide, no, you need to have two of the three judges determine whether it's a dimpled chad or not instead of one, Gore. Like Custom had, make the rules in every rules, county. Yeah. Gore would barely win. Well, nobody would accept no, that. No, but as it's even said in the New York Times article, but in the real world where each county would have come up with their own rules based on what they thought it was best, or maybe even for political leanings, mm-hmm. some of the counties were Republicans, so he wasn't going to get the best benefit. He still would have lost. Right. And that was in the day before supercharged uh, you know, fake news. And that notion, half of America oh. believes that, even though the New York Times told them otherwise. Yeah, that reminds me, one of the reasons I got into this topic was, so the the Daily, which is a podcast from the New York Times, which is pretty interesting a lot of the times, they revisited the 2000 election from Gore and Bush and re-looked at it and played a whole bunch of sound that was really interesting that really demonstrated what a different time we lived in. Just the tenor of the commentary, the the, the way people talked the talking heads and all these different cable news shows. It was all just kind of a lighthearted or curious, no anger, no shading. Mm. It was just kind of, you know, this, that, oh, that's yeah. interesting, that's interesting, yeah. that's interesting. Not the, 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 the vile, clearly you're coming from one side or another that we have now. It was weird, and that's only 20 years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. it seemed like you were listening to something from, you know, 60 years ago. It was so, it was so, uh, Different than what I'm used to. So it'll be, I mean, there will be utterly untruth, untruths, utter untruths. There we go. Um, that people will believe in their souls and fight you if they deny them, forming up within 24 hours. Right. That's part of my point. Uh, you know, not to revisit 2000, but to show that you're hearing lies about it now. Um, to fit in with the lies that are going to be told later this week, probably. Yeah. Depending on how things go. And by the way, in that New York Times Daily podcast, they ended this 
uh, with the in the Supreme Court stopped the voting, which swung the election to George Bush. And then they got into a long conversation about that's why it's so important to make sure you get your justices on the Supreme Court. They didn't even mention their own damn newspaper's conclusion 20 years ago yeah. that Bush would have won either way. It wouldn't have made any difference. Not about truth anymore. It's about victory. All these vaunted uh, journalistic outfits, it's about victory. Victory is the only thing that matters. The truth, please. How cute. It's a different time. I I find it interesting. That legend remains that the Supreme Court stole the election for Gore. Do you think those people believe what they said? They've been indoctrinated in the religion. I don't think they know. It was a bunch of young guys. Yeah. I don't think they know that their own newspaper. Yeah. Came to a different conclusion. They brought a, they've been brought up with the lie as a truism, so they just ex- they accept it. Yeah. And I just wonder how many things am I wrong about like that? I have a list. Where is it? It's <laughs> around here somewhere. Uh, not a- <laughs> it makes you wonder. What, is there such thing as history? Is there only the version you've been told? <sighs> That's a great question. The answer too long for the time yeah. we have left in the the uh, segment. Uh, I like to fishing. I go fishing occasionally. Some guys uh, threw a line in the water in Florida. They pulled up something they did not expect. Okay. What they landed will shock you. Armstrong and Getty. Stay with us. The Armstrong and Getty Show. civility again and hark your horn if you want America to be united again can you imagine going into Texas say we're going to take your guns away and by the way we're going to close up every oil well that you have vote for me vote for Joe I don't think so I don't think so the whole um Honk your core horn if you're Cragger Kroger. <laughs> the whole I'm a uniter, not a divider, or there are no red states, there are no blue states, or now whatever Biden's saying. I've been hearing that for so long. It just It's not our culture right now. Nobody could bring us together. It, that's, not a, that's not a possibility. Funny story with a dark turn here, Jack. Did you see the video over the weekend of the dozens, dozens, of Trump flag, American flag, Blue Lives Matter flag, uh, uh, sporting pickup trucks and cars and everything, escorting the Biden-Harris campaign bus out of town in various Texas cities. This bus was making the rounds. It didn't have Biden or Harris on it. but And, uh, and it was surrounded by just a parade of Trump vehicles everywhere it went. Truly hilarious. Now, at some point, and this is why we can't have nice things, uh, some of the Texans actually like got in front of the bus with their vehicle and made it slow down almost to a stop. And the people inside were afraid they were going to be dragged out and I torn limb prob- from limb. I probably would have been too. And so the FBI is investigating it because it is uh, it's it's close to political violence. Mm. Um, making a vehicle pull over, they, they didn't ultimately, but um, but the video is just hilarious. <laughs> Uh, latest on the election next segment in um, 80% of people say they're very interested. So I'm going to assume some of those are you. And uh, the polls tightened over the weekend is the big headline. 
Nobody knows what turnout's going to be. Not to within tens of millions, which is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, COVID shutdowns have turned San Francisco into a ghost town. Interesting story I read uh, over the weekend. It's just, you know, one of the most interesting sayings I've ever heard, Jackie, you brought it to me. I'm sure you heard it somewhere else was uh, habits are hard to break. Good habits and bad habits. Good habits are hard to break, which is, you know, if you remember that, it gives you more enthusiasm for starting them. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there's so many habits humanity has. We just do things because we've always done them, including congregating in big cities because that's where the office is. And, you know, we probably won't know for five, maybe ten years, but did we just break the habit of having giant population centers? We'll talk more about that in a Mm. little bit. This is apropos of absolutely nothing, but it reminds me of uh, my good old friend uh, Drew and I were fishing in the San Juan Islands off of uh, beautiful Seattle. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Um, and uh, we were fishing in these inflatable kayaks that were of questionable uh, quality, and something pretty big hit his line. We pull it up, and it's a it's a shark. It's a, a dogfish, so it's not a scary Vicious rip-your-leg-off shark? Is it a dog or a fish? Well, it's hard to say. It was barking and swimming. Anyway, um, and so we both we looked at each other like, what the hell do we do now? We had no gear or anything. We were on vacation. We used what was in the shed of the house we were running. Um, but it was like an oh, no, oh, no moment. Here's a couple of guys in, uh, in Florida. They uh, had a line in the water and, um, and hooked a 1,000-pound gator. Half-ton gator, Oof. 13 feet long. Um, I was supposed to go see Half-Ton Gator, but then the pandemic hit, yeah. and I, they, yeah. they haven't done a live show since. No, I've watched their YouTube videos, but... Yeah, yeah some of the jams get a little long for me. Yeah, but, yeah. that's uh, understandable, especially when it's live. I well, mean. they spotted the massive gator on the bank of a river, and the guy uh, returned to the spot with a friend who has a state-issued gator tag the Wait, following day. What? You need that's a thing apparently hmm. a, a tag you get for hunting gators. It's probably just an excuse for the government to get more money. But they legally bagged the reptile. They harpooned him. <laughs> that's something. Thirteen feet long, a thousand eight pounds. Did they use a top jaw rope? I you remember know, a crocodile hunter used to. That that was his uh, big move. Of course they did, Sean. Of course they did. Here's the question I'll answer when did we he go come... into the death row. They got thousand pound lizards in Florida. Look out. Here's the question I'll answer when we come back. If your candidate loses the presidential election, which comes closer to your view? What percentage of people say uh, he won't be legitimately my president? A lot more than you'd like to be. We're going to say that. That's when I moved to Paraguay or Uruguay. I can never remember. Among other things we've got coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mr. Connery. Mool. <laughs> no. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. <laughs> okay, that's not necessary. Sean Connery died over the weekend. There he is there playing Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. I, you know, I hate to quibble. I'm not sure that was actually Sean Connery, I think. That may have been a, a gentleman playing. It's the sound your mother made, Trebek. <laughs> Uh, I read a really interesting uh, uh, obituary of Sean Connery. I don't make a big deal about actors because, you know, I have no more wonderment at their skills than that of a good orthodontist, for instance. I but, was in the who knew he was still alive camp on that one. Yeah, a, a fine fellow by all descriptions. He he grew up a very tough young man, essentially a early high school dropout, a very physical guy, uh, grew up really on the streets and became an actor because he was crazy handsome and in great shape and and was bitten by the acting bug and a couple of mentors said um educate yourself read the classics read the read the bard read all the good stuff and you know l- learn to speak uh, other than your street dialect and blah 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 really took him under his wing and and helped him out in life but he was a tough guy mm, I was a Pierce, mm. I was a Pierce Brosnan man when it comes to James oh, Bond so don't even talk to me anymore I uh... Uh, 93 million people have voted already in the presidential election, which is just astounding. That's two-thirds of the 2016 count, and that was a pretty hot election then. I mean, that was uh, among the record turnouts in modern history, and we've got two-thirds of that number already in. I said, you're kidding me. So who knows where this is going to end up? So we don't know. 
whether the other third are going to vote live and we'll end up double the other third or no idea triple right exactly no clue exactly generally in my lifetime around half of people have voted that leaves a lot of people mm. we've talked about this for years if that other half ever decided to vote and they <laughs> voted one way they could change this country overnight don't Oh, yeah, we skipped right to politics. There is more celebrity news we should have gotten to. Yeah, I keep seeing up on the TV that Lori Laughlin is behind bars. This Finally, is, America's streets are a little safer. Of all stories I don't get, this is this is the number one on the list. I do not understand anybody's interest in some TV star going to jail because they cheated to get their kid into college. Rich there, people there, bribe elite universities to get their kids in. We know. Is there a reason this uh, pops up on my TV all the time? To me, it's income redistribution from some rich celebrity jackass to some low-paid soccer coach. Mm. There you go. It's equity. Back to the maybe record-breaking election, or maybe it's just the same, but people are voting early now. I don't actually know. Something tells me it's the former. I'm going to run through some tweets. I was looking at various tweets. Uh, Here's a good one. Sam Stein from HuffPo. Huffington Post, which wouldn't cover Donald Trump in their politics section in 2016, only in the entertainment section, clear up to the point that he won as president, which is hilarious. Dang it, that reminds me. There's a new Lincoln Project ad out that's worse than the one we played last week. No, that's an exaggeration. That can't be. You you stay tuned. Oh, that can't be. I can't wait to hear that. I thought you could only be president twice, Mommy. Not anymore, son. Not anymore. Sieg Heil. Four more years. Sieg Heil. Oh, so stay tuned for that. So Sam Stein of HuffPo tweeted out, taking nominees for the most, in retrospect, ridiculously overhyped, this is a major turning point moment in this election story. Oh, I love that. Uh, I would like to see the responses, but uh, Jonathan Swan from Axios said the impeachment of Donald Trump. No kidding. You talk about something that has zero impact on anybody, any of the 93 million votes that have been cast so far. There ain't nobody going to the polls that ain't got anything to do with just the third impeachment in our nation's history. Right. Wow. Talk about an overblown waste of time. The first two were of enormous historical consequence. The last one was a little more than like a, your baseball team lost two out of three. How strange. John Dean Turncoat from the old Nixon administration tweeted out, What does it say about the USA under Trump when we have to board up and employ extra security for commercial areas on Election Day? Um, Think it says the people who don't like Trump are violent lunatics? I think that's what it says. Yeah, thanks for asking, John John Dean. Here's your answer, you weasel. Also saw this tweet. Thomas Sowell tweeted out. We're big fans of. Speaking of being in your 90s. One of my heroes. Very old Hoover uh, Stanford guy. If the election goes to Biden, that could well be the point of no return for this country in terms of slipping into, you know, income redistribution, call it socialism, call it what you want. But mm-hmm. I call um, it government control. Others have different terms. And some, uh, I do have some concern about that. And then, uh, how did I capture this? Let me get back to it. Doop, 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 doop. An amazing tweet. From the Attorney General of Pennsylvania, have you seen this? Oh, let me find it. Here it is. Get ready, folks. Brace yourselves. Feed it shoulder width. The sitting Attorney General of Pennsylvania tweeted out, if all the votes are added up in Pennsylvania, Trump is going to lose. That's why he's working overtime to subtract as many votes as possible from this process. The sitting Attorney General, who will play a role... If there are any close calls or any legal decisions to be made, 
you know, uh, ballots not being counted, voter suppression, Russia gets involved, whatever, has already stated that clearly Trump's going to lose. Any other result is something stolen. Great Scott. What the hell is that? That's incredibly I'd irresponsible. Say, I mean, that's the sort of irresponsibility that gets people killed. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are responding to that. I mean, heavyweights are responding to that. That's a really? big deal. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Hold on. Like, uh, <laughs> like Mike T- Tyson and Evander Holyfield or... What sort of heavyweights? <laughs> oh, it's the COVID. Coronavirus! Oh, it's God, everywhere he's got now. The vid. Oh, man, I tried so hard not to get it, and now I got it. I had a scratchy throat last night. Oh, no. Can you smell and taste? Yes, I had a scratchy okay. throat last night, and I've been sneezing, but it's allergy season and cold season, so... How's your fever? I don't have a fever. See, I tried to trick him right there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty high. I mean, I don't have one. Didn't work. No, I took my fever right away because I had a scratchy throat and was sneezing a lot, but no, nothing there. Yeah. Although. So you claim. <laughs> it is It is just crazy allergy season. I've been yep. sneezing like a sneezing guy. How could you as the attorney general make that sort of statement? That's, that's truly, wildly, oh. super heavyweight irresponsible. Right. That sucks, man. Uh, th- <sighs> This, see, this is why old people turn bitter. And the headline, of course, and well, not of course. The reason I'm saying it again is there's a chance you haven't heard it. The national numbers have tightened, though Biden still has a, like an eight-point lead, but it's not the 12 that it was uh, a month ago. And in Pennsylvania, it's tightened quite a bit. Florida is now fully on a toss-up, and uh, Pennsylvania has tightened to uh, mid-single digits. Polls are usually about 10 days behind wherever they actually are. If there's a movement toward Trump, it could be, you know, Pennsylvania could easily be two points today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is well within the margin of error. So we'll, you know, we'll find out what that turned out tomorrow. It's going to be exciting, though. Yeah. I'm excited. I wasn't excited on Friday. I am excited now that, like, this could actually be close. You need to reread the description of that Joe Biden rally. (laughs) <laughs> that we, we shared really early in the show today. That was kind of funny. It, 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 kind of funny slash astounding. Yeah. We really ought to take a break, but it is just amazing. I'm reading uh, uh, a piece uh, from Zero Hedge um, about San Francisco, and it's uh, it's a ghost town. Entire downtown Still. Of, of the city, once vibrant with business and tourism, is now empty. According to a new report by the AP, which is liberals, everything from food trucks to local workers, now it's like the city's been abandoned. There are no tourists. Families are fleeing. Families have been fleeing San Francisco for decades because it's not family friendly, but not, not like the place was on fire. Now it's like the place is on fire. Rents in the city are crashing from, oh my God, down to that's awfully high. Um, yeah, I was talking to a guy uh, as we were trick-or-treating Saturday night. He uh, he hasn't been into his office in San Francisco since March. Yeah, by the way, San Francisco, virtually the lowest death rate in the country for any metro area. They went crazy hard crackdown. Yeah. Uh, the bums are still pooing in the streets, but there's nobody <laughs> there to see it. Thanks for that. Um, uh, but it, it could be a permanent permanent crippling of the city nobody's quite sure oh by the way i didn't answer this question i'll do it when we come back if your candidate loses the presidential election which comes closer to your view the other candidate won fair and square and deserves support of all americans (laughs) 
corruption cost my candidate the election, and he shouldn't be seen as legitimately elected. Oh, boy. How did people answer? It's troubling. Oh, no, I'm already troubled. (laughs) Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have a president who's given up. I'll never give up, nor will America give up. We'll never wave the flag of surrender. We're going to beat this virus. We're going to get it under control. The truth is, to beat the virus, we first got to beat Donald Trump. He's the virus. Hey, okay. Maybe you can beat the buzz in the sound system. So, so you play just to be, play that again, but cut it off after. Cracker, cracker. Play the beginning of it for me again. We have a president who's given up. I'll never give up, nor will America give up. We'll never wave the flag of surrender. We're going to beat this virus. You give her up. No, we got to got to keep going. Oh, there's the, this is the next little part here. I need. Can't do. We that. have a president who's oh, yeah. given up. Oh boy. I'll oh. never give up, nor will America give up. We'll never wave the flag of surrender. We're going to beat this virus. Here we go. We're going to get it under control. The truth is, to beat the virus, we first got to beat Donald Trump. He's the virus. I thought there was, I don't know, I heard it differently. Uh, but uh, this tweet, it made sense. I didn't know what this tweet meant the first time I saw it. It said, Biden will cure COVID with Trunalimanumapurza. <laughs> <laughs> Which is in there somewhere. Towards the beginning where he just kind of says, <laughs> I don't know what, oh, what he's trying to say. I do think some of it is, well, part of, the biggest part of it is he's a really, really old man. Yes. But uh, he seems to really struggle in cold climates. If it's cold outside, he just can't make his lips and tongue work. Yeah. How do they have the audio quality buzz of a high school PA system being set up by sophomores? No kidding. I do not understand that. Don't use the yeah. two-pronged adapter. Go ahead and put all three prongs in the plug. Is your mixer sitting yeah, but... in a puddle? What is going on? <laughs> what were you going to do? It seemed exciting. A yes, ago. I will answer this question next. Okay. If your candidate, oh, right, 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 right. If your candidate loses the presidential election, which comes closer to your view? Hey, uh, I tell you what, uh, property crime is exploding all over the place, and uh, thanks to terrible policies, but... Well, if you want to keep your home and family safe from a break-in, fire, flooding, medical emergency, simply safe. Home security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. Well, what you really need is Trunalimanum Aperser, but if you can't afford that, go with Simply Safe because it is a fantastic alternative. It's actually the best alternative out there, according to U.S. News and World Report, which named it the best security system out there. Um, you can set it up yourself in about thirty minutes. You get twenty four seven protection with Simply Safe. It's just awesome. Yeah, you get a free home security camera too when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Sixty day risk free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong for your free security camera today. We didn't mention there's no long term contract. No hidden fees, no installation costs. That's why it's the best. It's not some sort of cheap alternative. I mean, it is less expensive, but it's the best alternative. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Uh, I am, uh, as I sit today, I'm standing. As I stand today, I'm not that concerned domestically what, what's going to happen with the election. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll work it all right. Even if it has to go to the courts or whatever, we'll work it out. It'll be fine. 
Uh, I do have some concern that there's going to be some giant computer bomb dropped by Russia or China or Iran or something, and all c- sorts of computers don't work, and voters disappear from rolls and stuff like that. Oh, boy. That God, would be if, bad. If that happened in Philadelphia, for instance, biggest city in Pennsylvania, and that ends up being the state that determines, we're into a really bad st- place fast. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how they would fix it. Do a do-over? I, I don't even know what you do. <sighs> Yeah, let's just restart the campaign and spend a year arguing about it again. Ugh, that's when I check out. Man. But this question was asked, if your candidate loses the presidential election, which comes closer to your view? The other candidate won fair and square and deserves support of all Americans. I'm happy to see that that's 46%. Almost half of people said that. I, w- I would say that, but I would say one fair and square, and I will oppose him with every uh, bit of me yeah. because I hate the policy. Do I have to but admit they won and pledge loyalty to them? No, yeah, absolutely. I don't, know, I don't know what they mean by de- deserve support. I support you in that you're president, and you know, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't support you in that I think you're stupid. Yeah, go <laughs> go do your thing, and I'll do mine. But a third of people said this. Oh, except in terms of like uh, dealing with foreign adversaries. If, for instance, old Uncle Joe isn't completely in the pocket of the Chinese and and we get into some dispute with them, yeah, I'll stand with my president then, more or less. Uh, a third of, well, 18% were undecided. Oh, oh no. What now? What? But 30- if my what loses the what? <laughs> well, maybe they just want to wait and see. Yeah? I'll let you know at the time. Uh a third, though, and that's a lot of people, said corruption cost my candidate the election and he shouldn't be seen as legitimately elected. How the hell would you know that in advance? That's a pretty strong statement. Because I hate him. Unless unless you're listening to like that uh, well, wait a second. attorney yeah. general of Pennsylvania. Yeah, the attorney general of Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, surely a, 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 an intelligent person who got a law degree, I would assume. Um, said, no, Trump Trump will lose Pennsylvania. If he doesn't, something happened. What? Yeah. So if he's going to say that, it's, I guess it's not surprising well, that a third of America would say that. Above him, Pelosi and Trump have both hinted, if not outright stated, eh, it's probably going to be stolen if I lose. Or, yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm and that's irresponsible. But. I've criticized Trump for that. And Pelosi, too. I mean, everybody's oh, yeah. saying it. This is crazy. But you can't. I, I they can. They shouldn't say that. But they can say it. The attorney general in the state that's going to make the difference can't say that. No, no. He ought to be dragged out of office by his feet and... Uh, and what, Joe? And uh, and uh, and lectured sternly. You've been talking to your friends in Michigan? <laughs> the beards? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> A third of people say corruption cost my candidate the election and he shouldn't be seen as legitimately elected. He should probably be kidnapped and brought to Wisconsin. <laughs> For a trial. Don't be kidnapping oh my God. nobody. Huh? All right? Don't be kidnapping nobody. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Certainly not. Don't drag him out of the, by his feet either. He needs to be dragged out by the voters and the uh, the, the will of the people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, going through and my... ridden out of town on a rail. Yeesh. Uh, cor- coronavirus cases are up. I always take that with a beyond a grain of salt because I don't have any idea how much testing is up. New deaths, though. Up 17%, the 14-day rolling average. That's not good. No, it's not. It's definitely not. It might be just the state of the virus, though. Just nothing you can do about it. I'm telling you. Unless you got a vaccine. It's a wave. It goes up and down and up and down. We shut down until we can't anymore. Then we open up and it comes back. I understand if we could postpone till vaccines and therapies are, are ready slash better. 
That's to our advantage. Um, as virus rages, some are convinced it's too late to stop. Headline in the New York Times, coronavirus case counts are at record highs, yet many in states like Idaho are embracing a let-it-ride approach. I'm in the let-it-ride category, not in the, uh, not in a don't-wear-masks, but let-it-ride. Kids go to school, businesses are open, we just all wear masks, stay six feet apart, etc. Try not to breathe moistly on anybody, nor yeah. have them breathe moistly on you. Yeah. Well, seems reasonable to me. But I think you're going to end up with the same result. moistly. That's right, Mr. Prime Minister, sir. Is that child still the Prime Minister of Canada? Yeah, yes, he is, Joe. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, Canada. I was thinking of Great Britain for some reason. No, Bojo is b- b- Great Britain. And he's shutting her down. And he got the COVID bad early, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's in serious shape. Yeah, but they've shut down Great Britain. Holy cow. Touch and go. Now, France, too. Trump was pretty sick just a couple of weeks ago, and he's doing 11 rallies in 48 hours. Which would kill me. As a guy in his 70s. Yeah. I wish I had his energy. Yeah. You got to admire his energy. And yeah. and hope when you're 70-something you can do that physically. I, I hope I can. You know, rolling off the most posh airliner in the world, short of, you know, the, the MSG there in Saudi Arabia or MSB, whatever his initials are. I mean, that, that's not a terrible way to go. You roll off, you walk down the stairs, you do 20 minutes, you get back on the plane. But after, like, the sixth one, you'd be awfully tired. It'd be a long day, man. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.